Welcome to the Tim and James Podcast Network. I got a lot left in the tank! Oh, we should have looked up a song, buddy. Well, that, that's, that's all you. I don't know anything about this game. Well, I mean, you could have just looked up a theme or something. I guess I'll do it now. Yeah, I'll say also, too, your game, your... This your is, yeah, this is a... This is a all review that's just from your boy, from me. Uh, yep, he beat this whole. Would you put like over forty hours in or something? Uh, yeah, about. Ah, uh, isn't that nice? Uh, yeah, we are here to talk about a game series that I knew nothing about going into it. Uh, we're talking about the Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Well, I didn't. Do you if it has any relation whatsoever to any of the games in the Xeno series, which is what this is in? Well, this is like a sub-series I mean, feel, or something? I think Xenogear is one or something. I mean, I feel like it should, especially with the two. It's got to belong in there somewhere. I don't think it does, because I know in, in Smash Brothers, there's a character named Shulk, and he's from Xenoblade Chronicles, the first one. But he's he's not in this at all. And I, I think it may just be one of those things where it's like, with like Tales of Vesperia, that's part of a series, like the Tales series, and I don't think any of them have anything to do with each other. Uh. So I think that's what's going on here. Well, I mean, I literally know zero about it, so... It's... Uh, well, Xenoblade, for the sake of, you know, just time, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna call it Xenoblade. But I'm talking right, about the Carnival too. Uh, it's an open-world action role-playing style, so there, you know, it's you go wherever you want, do all that kind of shit, but it's really story-driven. It's develop. We're oh goddamn. Uh, <laughs> We're live on Twitch, everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah. In case you didn't know. Uh. Okay, this is developed by Monolith Soft, who I have no idea what they make besides these. It's probably just all these. Kind of the hip thing with studios now. They make one game, and that's kind of their niche. Very true. Kind of like uh, yep. Treyarch in Call of Duty, am I right? Uh, yeah, like Netherrealm with fighting games. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, that's that's exactly true, especially with uh, what the fuck you call it, uh, Injustice. Different, whole different universe, different category, still fighting. <laughs> still fight, a different style, not as good as in Mortal Kombat, but, you know, not bad. Uh, so this is a Switch-exclusive game. Um, it came out on December 1st, 2017, so I'm late yeah. to the party there, buddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what compelled me to get this. I think, because I, I had played Tales of Vesperia, which was great, and then I guess, like, you know, I was kind of thinking, I should just try another RPG out, because I like that one a lot. And it helps, because then I have a game to play for, like, weeks on my breaks at work. Otherwise, I'm just, you know, sitting around not, with nothing to do, kind of like today. Hey, how does your Switch die pretty fast? Because, like, I'll notice if I'm, no. if I'm playing it handheld-wise and I zone out for, like, an hour or whatever, I'm at, like, 40%. You don't play for that long straight in those periods, huh? No, no, no. Um, okay, most I'll play in a, in a session is like a half hour, and then I'll go uh, to sleep and, and then pick it up again in like another hour and a half, two hours or something. 
You just put it to sleep, or you turn but it I, off, off. I just no. I, I, I my switch is never off, off. It's always just in sleep mode in the dock. I turned mine off, off times. I've, I've never done that. It's still, it's going, and everything I've seen, it's like it's designed to be in sleep mode, like a phone. So just put it in the dock, and it's fine. Um, yeah, I've never had it get to like. If we're talking like at work, I I don't think it's gotten below fifty percent more than maybe a couple times, like probably when I was playing Zelda, but I don't even recall that. Uh. Um. Yeah, only seen a low battery warning at home when I was playing Bayonetta. I feel like that I would drain the battery. Oh, it was just because I was playing it for a long time. Yeah, I was gonna say just a lot of stuff going on. I was like, I feel like it would just it would make it run more to kill the battery more. Maybe. Um, Smash was okay. So Xenoblade, uh, again, can't speak for the rest of the series, but this game is about you play this character named Rex. He's what's called a di- uh, a salvager. So in this in this world, like the world's been fucked up like 500 years ago, and then the cloud sea came in, and so it's basically just a thick ass cloud, and underneath the cloud sea is like ruins and stuff, and so salvagers dive into the cloud sea, and you know bring up treasures and soul and whatnot, whatever treasure and hunter whatever. Uh, you know what it almost kind of sounds like when you describe that? What? Our is that, you run that game Phantom Dust? I've I never played it that Xbox one. Yeah, really. Oh, fuck, I love the fuck out of that game. I beat it on my original Xbox. Uh, Didn't they say some, they were gonna remake that, but they never did? They did. It's free. You can go download it right now on Xbox. Uh, what the? Why have I never heard of it? It's on the download list. On I had it because no, fuck it. It was hella good. You can play oh. it now if you want. Download it. We game share, so you, I yeah, I have it, but it was free anyway. Weird. But uh. It's because it was like a card game, but it was like a, the way they did it was like a cool action style kind of card game. Um, mm. But a dust like settled over the world, and if you stay up there too long, you like lose your memories, and I think you end up dying. So everyone lives underground, but you go up to the surface to find like memories of what happened from like the you know the ancient civilization, and the whole, the ending of the game is like a complete mind fuck, and it's like oh shit, weird. Yeah, I'll do a review of that game once you play it. Um, let's see. Um, at least worldwide, it's the third installment in the Xenoblade Chronicle series, and the seventh main entry into the Xeno Meta series. Although it features a different setting and characters than the first Xenoblade Chronicles, it makes a return to a story-driven game. But you know what? Final Fantasy does that shit, so who cares? Uh, yeah, that's true. There's been 15 uh, of them, and every one you're somebody new. Yeah, I'm going to read their description real quick here, and then expand on it, just because it's easier. Alright. So, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 takes place in Allrest, a world covered in a sea of clouds. Humans live on top of... Sorry. Humans live on top of and inside living creatures known as Titans. Together with blades, powerful beings that can be summoned by certain humans named Drivers, and to whom they are tied to for the rest of the Driver's life. After he is hired for a salvaging mission, a young driver named Rex is killed, but revived by a legendary blade named Pyra on the promise of taking her to Elysium, a fabled paradise at the top of the world tree. 
Together with other drivers and blades, the duo, caught in a war between countries, attempts to reach the World Tree while being chased by Torna, an elusive faction seeking to capture Pyra. I didn't want information on that. There's a lot in the information in there. They dropped the shit with drivers and titans very fast and blades. <laughs> Did those not come up until later in the game? So it's like they kind of gave it away not, or what? I mean, not for... No, it's... I mean, it's in there. It's just... <clears throat> explaining all that, it's... I don't know. It's difficult to explain if you're not being slowly built into it. So yeah, like, there are quote-unquote drivers who are capable of resonating with a a core, like a blade core or something, a crystal core or whatever. And if and if you're able to resonate with it, a blade pops out. It's basically just um, it can look like an animal, it can look like a person, but you know, super anime style, like that kind of shit. Uh-oh. Uh, and then they just kind of go with you, and they're kind of like the embodiment of whatever weapon you get from them. So some blades will get a sword, some blades give you like an axe, some give you a gun, or some that kind of shit. And you can have multiple ones, or yeah, you can have three equipped at any time. You can summon as many blades oh, okay. as you want, as far as I know. Like I never hit a limit. Huh. And you'll get like, I found three categories. You'll you can find common crystal cores from just beating enemies or whatever. You'll get, like, sometimes you'll get a rare one that has, like, unique design, and then they kind of have, like, a straightforward base design that a lot of the lower ones get, so you can have an infinite number of them, and they'll, they'll look kind of the same. But there's, like, 20 or 30 or something, maybe, that are unique looking. Huh. Uh, so there's, like, common, there's rare, and then there's... Uh, legendary cores. I, at the end of the game, I after I had beaten the game, I had two of them. That's all I ever found of the legendary ones. One of them gave me a cool looking one, and then one of them just gave me like a basic looking one, but with good stats. So I guess it's never not guaranteed like a cool one with a you know with a cool design. Yeah. But um, this is a game that uh, it does not shy away from having. Um, some of the blades in very skimpy outfits and jiggly physics. God bless them. Those games are not oh, dead. Like that one game. And like that one game we what, looked at in the oh, uh, the uh, yeah Switch store the, or whatever. The store. And they oh, they go. You. It's very blatant. Like out of their way to put a camera angle during a cutscene right where her by her ass, and you see like her. She's like wearing like a skimpy ass thing under like kind of like a thing, and you could see some butt cheeks. Like oh okay yeah I can get down with this. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's not bad. I appreciate uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game, like a game where you play as like a 15-year-old or what, probably younger even. I'm not sure exactly how old he's supposed to be. Nah. So right off the... I think, I'm think i pretty sure Monolith Soft is a Japanese company, but for some reason, like the 90% of the voice actors they use for the English dub are like Irish. <laughs> so... It's it's it really? was really great and yeah even the main character Rex is like Irish or something and it's very grating at first. I almost stopped playing because it was just like oh fuck I can't handle this. Oh wow, it was but like um, a... like that one uh, Heavy Rain surprised the shit out of me because I liked that game, but it was like everyone's English was like really off. Yeah, it's because well, they're, like, they're French. Born. They're all French people doing and English I was like, voices. Uh, if yeah, fuck Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. There's only one American, I think, and that was the fucking, the fat 
detective, I think, right? The fat cop who ended up being American, the bad guy. Spoilers. Okay, I wasn't trying to give away the spoiler. Yeah, that game's old as shit. They've, they've played it. So good. I thought about buying that uh, <laughs> Detroit uh, whatever deluxe edition because it comes with Heavy Rain. I'm like, ooh. Uh huh. For my <sighs> PS4. Oh, Detroit I, Becoming Human. There we go. Those games, just find them on YouTube if you actually care. It's like, just, just watch Bloody. them. That's. I don't know. Yeah, you're probably right. The game by itself is only 20 bucks, but it'd be like 30 if I wanted to get Heavy Rain with it, so it's kind of like, mm. I've seen some of that, and it, the, the fucking message in, in it is so, like, blatant and obvious. It's just like, oh, fucking, just roll your eyes. Oh, buddy. That's, that's how it's supposed to go. Like how Princess Jasmine no, had her own song in Aladdin. It's a, uh, own the, Marvel, the women in the, the end of Endgame had that moment where it's like, for fuck's sake. Oh, fuck yeah. Which also was stupid boy. because Black Widow couldn't be there. No, she wouldn't drop. Give it to me. Drops it immediately. (laughs) That's your favorite part. (laughs) I was just like, it's like, come on. Clint was doing a better job of holding on to it. Fucking Spider-Man did better than both of them. He's like 15 or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Spider Boy. Uh. Okay, so yeah, um. The combat in this is... I've never played a game with combat like this. So, it's not turn-based. It's, um... You kind of free roam a bit with the combat. Fluid. You can move around whenever you want. And So, is have... it like... Did you ever play... Well, hold on, buddy. Hold on. Did you ever play, um... Uh, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children on the PSP? No. Uh, the only uh, Final Fantasy I've ever played is X. Uh... Well, shit, I don't have any other Fuck game yeah. I'm related to. Because in that oh, game, good. it wasn't... It was kind of turn-based, but not, but you are able to run around freely to attack. Is it kind of the same? Okay. Uh, like, yeah, it's not the traditional yeah. Japanese, where it's your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. No, no, no. no. You can move around, whatever. Uh, so you have three strong attacks, and then one super attack, which has, like, up to four different levels. So the way it works is, you have an auto-attack that's constantly just attacking, so he'll just take his whatever weapon and hit him with it, and then there's like a, there's a, a couple of a bit of animation of going back to, to ready, and then he'll attack again. He's just constantly auto-attacking. And then the more auto-attacks you land, the quicker you'll charge your, your strong attacks and super attack, or you'll charge your strong attacks, and then every time you use a strong attack, it'll charge your super a bit. So it, there's this thing of, uh, you know, trying to balance out how much you want to build to then use and there's elemental boosts uh, so you'll have three people in your party and so if you attack like with a fire attack and then you attack with the opposite element which would be water and then attack again with the opposite of that which is fire again you would get like a, a bonus super to do additional damage so you had to kind of worry about not what only what you were using but what your teammates would use and so you could control when they use their super, so you could time your blade combo up. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. And you could switch between uh, any of three blades on you at a time. Um, and there's there's three classes. There's healers, attackers, and tanks. So you... I mean, for me, I had one... I played Rex, so I used... I had a full attack team. I had, of course. Morag, which is a chick character, as she was my tank, and then Nia, which was my healer, because I tried like using just have me with one healer and all attack, like that ain't gonna work. 
I, I can't fucking be bothered with worrying about healing. <laughs> I know, I hate that shit. With, like, people who play, yeah. like, Warcraft and all that other shit, and they're, like, a cleric or whatever, and they he have to heal people, like, fuck that. I'm not, I want to play. I don't want to run around healing people. <sighs> like, I could do that if, 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 like, that was, you know, if I was doing a multiplayer thing, but it's, like, I'm the only one playing the game, so I want to just attack. Yeah, exactly. And with healing, you can still attack and stuff, it's just, you have to... You're the one responsible for health management, so you have to worry about everyone else instead of just fucking playing the game. Because um, if I were working about healing, no one would be able to attack hard enough, and it's like, oh, shit. So, the main... Okay, yeah, the main blade you're connected with is, like it said in the description, Pyra, who's like a legendary... She's the Aegis. One of three legendary blades... And, she, and like in, in, in any anime, she'll get up to she gets three different forms. <clears throat> so she go you can pick between her Mithra and then there's a third form that you just kind of choose what to call her. But she's revealed later to be called Numa, Panuma. It's spelled, but P is silent. Okay. Uh, yeah. It, again, once you get past the Irish or whatever the fuck they were voices. I don't know, man. You kind of get into it. I was—I don't think I was ever fully sold on the whole auto attack thing. <laughs> and like in most most of these RPGs I've played recently, there's all these these complex things. You're like, oh, you can cook and you can find these ingredients and put them together, and you can put them on this, and it'll boost this and that and that and that. For the most part, I ignore all of that. Like I just—I yeah. always ignore it because it's just this is just too much to fucking. I have enough to worry about. A lot of the stuff you could put on the blades to make them stronger, like the cores, it's like, I didn't, I don't understand when I would need this, or whatever. So I just, like, put whatever I had on them, and I beat the game. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, that's all that matters. That's what matters. There were, I think what, though, that last fucking chapter or two, god damn, there were a lot of cutscenes. Uh, well, they had to finish like, the story, buddy. Like, they had a long-ass... 10 minute cutscene and then I would walk 50 feet and then another 15 minute cutscene would start like fucking why did I even walk <laughs> like god damn it oh I, fucking... I still remember the... <laughs> I played um oh shit what was it called in uh End of the Matrix I think way back I think on the original Xbox and the shortest fucking level was literally like it took a while to load and it was inside that mansion and from the second one when Neo fought all those guys with weapons and oh fuck yeah the level was literally you walked a cr from one door to the next and that was the end of the level and I was like oh, what? <laughs> like why? it cut and like had a new loading thing and in the level list if you go to it that that's a fucking level I don't know I don't know if I need to go back to explore cause I'm like what that was like the shortest level in the history of everything I know I don't get what they what they think sometimes. Yeah, I, neither do I. Hey, so the cutscenes are they 3D or are they uh, like 2D? Because I know sometimes the cutscene will be like the 2D cart, like uh, anime, or it'll no, be like um, the 3D, like the game. No, no, this is a 3D rendered game. Um, the only time okay. you ever see pictures is in like the menu, like when you're going to adjust gotcha. stuff. 
Because um, I, I kind of hate those two in-game engine. Okay, because I was I also hate that too, where the game looks hella good, like like yours, like what you're playing, but then the cutscene's just a picture of the character with the dialogue, and it's like, goddamn it. I know, I know. Those those don't those don't bother me all that much. Uh, as long as it's if it's voice acted, I I can handle it. But it does Still, help though, that it's just like a just cheap use the in-game engine. I just sent you two. Oh fuck yeah, buddy! This game looks so good. It's not. I mean, for the Switch, it's not bad. And I'm sure that's like that's how it looks docked. It's not it's never quite as good, but that's Rex and Pyra, and then you know them again in the in the drawn style. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. So I mean, you see what she's wearing, like blatant shots from behind and underneath, like constantly. Oh fuck yeah, buddy! She, she is armored up, ready to go. Oh yeah, exactly. And that behind her over on the right is that's Naya. You you learn throughout the game, buddy. Spoilers. You learn she's actually a blade. Uh. Oh, fuck yeah. So you can use her as a driver or engage her as a blade onto you. So, by the way, one thing I really was excited to tell you about is, in case all that's not confusing enough, the drivers and the blades and the titans or whatever, <laughs> um, there are things called uh, flesh eaters, which is what happens when a blade either, I'm not exactly how it happens, but either absorbs or eats part of a human being and becomes part human. Okay. And then there are things called blade eaters. You want to guess what that is? Uh, well, I have a feeling they eat the blades. Oh, you fucking know it, buddy. A human being eats like a core crystal or some or does something with it or whatever, and gets part of their power. Oh fuck yeah! And what do those have things that have to do with anything? Uh, like are they enemies or do you well apparently have blade eaters. There's only two blade users in the game. The main one, who's kind of like, a, who's like revealed to be a dickhead at the end, can like control blades and titans or something because he's a blade eater, uh, or some or some kind of bullshit. It's like super overpowered. And then flesh eaters, because one of the main problems that blades have is that when their driver dies, they also die but return to their core. And then when someone else resonates with that core, they come back and have no memory of anything. So they don't remember, like, they, they live almost, you know, a very, very long time, but don't remember any of their past lives. But if a blade becomes a flesh eater, they won't die when their driver dies. So they can keep their memories or something. Interesting. Yeah, so, isn't it? It's so good, buddy. How long has this review been going? Uh, 22 minutes of confusion. Oh, okay. See, I've probably I put about a little over forty hours into it. I didn't do very yeah. much. Gr it's not that much for an RPG, there, buddy. I put more in I, Zelda. But it sounds like it. I know. No way. It just sounds like it. Cause, no, uh, it's awesome. Well, when an average game, like when you play a, a different game, you know, average story is like maybe eight hours long. So it just set in context. Oh, yeah. It sounds like oh man. Yeah, but it's it was, <clears throat> buddy. It was exciting every <sighs> minute of it. <laughs> I think, like, combined, I have, like, over 200 hours in Skyrim, so, I mean, it makes sense from, like, all my no, that, saves. That's, that's, that's about... I have one save file in Fallout 3 that's over 100. One save yeah, file. I'm pretty sure I... I'm pretty sure I almost had 300 hours in uh, Morrowind. There are not many games that I have that much playtime in. I want to stress that to everybody yeah. listening. I, I find I it hard these the days to play a game for more it. than one hour. Like, you know, in a sitting. I just... It's hard to do it these days. Except MK11, buddy. 
Yeah, well, you know, when a game comes out, that's a bit different, but if I'm going, you know, like, if I've had the game for, like, a couple weeks, I could sit down and play it for a bit, and then just kind of move on. I mean, I put my arcade cabinet tons, buddy, but that's a different story. Uh. Which, by the way, everyone, go back and listen to our previous, one of our previous episodes, where I review the, M- the MK Arcade 1-Up cabinet. It's very good. So much of a mouthful, like fucking. I'm so glad we're veering away from this NK shit until whenever the DLC comes out. Oh, June 18th, but it's coming up focus in two on weeks. The other shit. So if you can oh. hear this, ah, so those are the bu- so those are the buttons, and this is the stick on my arcade one-up MK ah. cabinet, which I just fitted with the new bezel of the move list around the screen. Pretty good. It's, it's a even my buddy there liked it. It's a little busy. Well, I like I tell it, you what, it's, it's a, a little lot. busy. It's a lot better than just a blank screen that was there before, and now I don't have to pull on my phone every five minutes to see, you know, if I want to play somebody else and look what they can do. Uh. <laughs> are, are you a big, right, uh... So... Have you ever played, like, an anime RPG that's not Final Fantasy? I don't know if you even call that well, anime, I mean, but... On the only Final Fantasy game I've ever completed has been Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. I loved the fuck out of that on my PSP. I thought that was um, a movie. Crisis Core, my bad, not Advent Children. Final Fantasy oh. VII Crisis Core. Oh, okay. Uh, Is that the they, one they with both Vincent? came out around this. Uh, no, that's the one with um. Oh shit! What's his name? It turned it. It was the prequel to Seven, because then that's where Cloud oh, okay. got his memories from, because he thought it was he was who you were. Rex. That's why the end. No, not Rex. I don't know his name. <laughs> Zach. Zach, I think. I'll have to show you. Um, I'm gonna show you now. I took some examples no, uh, on my Switch, some screenshots of what I was saying. How like they blatantly put the camera in places. Well, you know what? F- Phantom Dust is probably the the closest to an anime game I probably ever played. Okay. And again, that's it's a card game, but like just the style, it it looks anime-ish. So. Yeah. Because those games, those like the JRPGs, they don't they don't really do nothing for me. So I don't never don't ever really play them. That's why you asked me if I played Catherine. No, you know I've never played Xenoblade. I've never played um, uh, what's that other one on the Switch? Ah, oh, Catherine's um, good. Here, uh. Fire, no, what's it called? Uh, it's like an RPG. It's been on Nintendo for how long? Um, Fire something or Fire Emblem? Yeah, Fire Emblem. I never played that. Oh, you know what? Golden Sun. Like back in my Game Boy Advance, I beat the shit out of that and the second one. Oh, okay. That's that's a little. That's kind of a. I mean, it's RPG, but I mean, it's more Japanese. The art, yeah. the type of art, and what it is. It's all the gin and shit like that. It's very hard to take photos right now because there's like glare fucking from everything. I'm trying to give you my give my buddy some examples of what I'm talking about here. Oh fuck yeah, there's some booty cheeks. Nice. Oh, I forgot about this gratuitous uh, hot spring scene where they're just wearing towels. Oh, fuck yeah, let me see, buddy. Oh, she got a fat ass. <laughs> and Mithra, or Pyra, you're looking at. Oh, I forgot about this one. 
We told you we wanted to go to Elysium. So this game has terrific plot, as my buddy is now finding out. Yeah, you didn't even mention Elysium. Alright, yeah, just show your fat tits all in the fucking way. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think that's from when she revived him and she was standing over him and he's like, oh god. I like how those tits are like 3D, but her face, it looks like it's 2D. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> god damn it. It's the way of the future. Uh... Uh, but yeah, I was I was interested in playing the DLC, but the DLC is like a, I guess it's like a prequel, so you don't play as any of the people. Like, there are a couple of people in the main story that you play uh, as, but not the main crew. I was kind of like, okay, well, what's going on with the crew now? What's uh, with Pyro's actually alive? Because you think she's dead, but she, you know, she comes back. Um, spoilers, everybody. Uh, the game's been out for two years, so whatever. Uh. But not even that. Do you need the game to play the DLC? Because you're renting the game, so there'd be no point well, yeah. in buying the DLC. I w well, yeah. There, you you need the game to play it. See, that's where I fucked up on, uh, I think, on my PlayStation. Because Outlast was uh, one of the uh, <sighs> games with, uh, you know, on PlayStation Plus. Uh -huh. And so I ended up buying the, the uh, Whistleblower DLC for like five bucks. So when I let my gold run out, or my whatever plus run out, I couldn't even play Whistleblower, and I was like, ah, fuck, I fucked up. <laughs> but but it's okay, everybody, because I rebought the game oh, with the DLC on my Xbox. Yeah. On every console and, ever made. And on my Switch, so now I can play yeah. Outlast on the go. Both yeah, Outlast. Outlast sure 1 can. and Outlast 2, buddy. <sighs> We're gonna have now to I can do take a shit in the dark, scared shitless. We're gonna have to do a E3 preview uh, episode coming up here. What we want to see, what we hope to see. I mean, I guess. Uh, uh, buddy, anything. I rather, I rather just no. I rather just do a review of it because I don't know what they're gonna come up with, or I'm gonna get myself excited for like, oh, maybe they'll do. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just throwing this out, but like, oh, they're gonna, maybe they'll, they'll show Alan Wake too, and it's like, and then, then they won't, and then I'll get all sad. Oh, maybe they will. So it's like I rather just do a review. Uh, Think about it. Xbox just said saying, their conference was the best last year. It might be uh, again. They're the only ones left with a conference. Uh, well, no, they just had the Nintendo Direct not, not too long ago. That's not, right? like, that's not a conference, though. That was their own thing, right? I mean, I'm look, I'm look, I'm very excited for that. I'm just. I we'll, mean, we'll talk about it on another episode, but I'm. I want more Switch stuff more than anything right now. Uh, well, I will hopefully we'll get that Digimon Survive pretty soon, buddy. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, so Shinka? good. Yeah, Agumon Shinka. <laughs> Whoa, Gremon! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah! Real uh, right, buddy. Uh, give it. That's what you said. That's how it is. That is true. Yeah, that is how it was written. That could be a racist thing on Wikipedia, though. People could change that. That's very true. I so I don't take my word for it. I remember one time it said that uh, Miley Cyrus was really a, a dragon in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> that was on the page for like a couple days before someone took it out. Uh, that's pretty good. It is pretty good. <laughs> 
So, you know, they, they say it's not reliable, but it's more more often than not, Wikipedia's <sighs> right. Uh, what is, what's our rating scale on here? Do we, do we do thumbs as well? I, I think so. Because, I mean, five stars, so that's out of five. That's wrestling, but energy tank. I, I guess we can rate shit, like, you know, full tank. Full tank, three quarters, half, quarter, or empty. That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have yeah we'll have four <laughs> four settings like uh, or yeah. like empty quarter or five settings empty quarter of a tank half a tank three quarters of a tank full tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So full, three quarters, half, quarter, empty. Yeah, five. You know what I? So I, yeah, still. Yeah, I, I'd put this three quarters of a tank. That's not bad. I think it's pretty good. Uh, some of the drawbacks are, I'm not crazy about the auto attack thing. Uh, it's not it's not bad once you kind of get it. You'll get a rhythm for it, and you know get, it's not terrible. It's just as long as you don't you aren't grinding for hours like some people would. But I didn't do that. I avoided that. Uh, thankfully, um, because of how you had all your shit set up, or you didn't have to grind um, to level up. Uh, maybe I think I just I did enough. Because that's that's the thing me. I don't get sometimes about RPGs where it's like, oh, so and so beat the main story and like you know like three hours and it's like how like I wasn't how are you strong enough to fight the I also don't understand that, you know? that I'd like there's literally times I forget like probably in either in Fallout 3 or even fuck Fallout 4 I just had to straight up like just grind I had to fucking hunt and like scavenge shit just so I can get those fucking experience points to go up I yeah I know uh, I, I don't I don't get it or why you'd even want to do that I didn't do too much of the side quests um just because I was... The main story was really intriguing to me, so I just kind of wanted to find out what happened after, so I just kept going to the main story. Is is it open world, or is it more like, yeah. oh, the world's... It's a big world, but it's, like, linear? You know, those type of levels? Yeah, well, it's, you could you could fast travel and stuff, and all the different land masses are connected via the Cloud Sea. And actually, all the land masses, like it said in the description, are, like, titans, so when you would go to a place oh. like Uriah or whatever, it was really this big, giant monster that you were on the back of. Oh shit! And you know there were open, there were like the, there were towns that were safe, and there were, you go in the open fields, and there's random enemies about, and they have their levels above their head, so you know if you can fight them or not. Uh, you could talk to anybody, and a lot of people will get. There's a lot of side quests, I think. I just I did I did like a handful of them in various places. Nice. Yeah. Um, I've still yet to see a game though with as interesting a side quest as Fallout Three. Like I did everything in that game. Everything. I never got bored. Like really? I just, going in all those going in those vaults and getting the story from those vaults was just it was so interesting. Those were pretty good. All the different yeah. vaults that changed and all the experiments they did on. When you found out what happened in them and how all of them were like one more fucked up than that than the last one, it's just like God damn. <laughs> it's the only game that ever got me into them that much. Oh man, so good. I I tried so hard to get into New Vegas. I just couldn't. I couldn't either. Same with four. Maybe I should, I, maybe I should start four over again and see if maybe I can you, get into it. You know what? If if I could recommend if I uh, could recommend to you, buddy, uh, <sighs> I do recommend that because I couldn't for the life of me. I could not fucking get into Fallout Four either. And then uh, when I was game sharing with other you, he bought Fallout seventy six. And the mechanics are pretty much the same, but I I got a grasp of that probably because I paid attention to 
the uh, tutorial. So I went back to Fallout 4 and I got the hang of it and I was fucking like leveling up like that and actually doing really good. So I recommend trying to start it over. Yeah, I mean, I I, I had beaten it and I, I did like, I think I did most of the DLC, but I just, I don't know. But I got nothing else. I was just about to, uh, I was just about to head over to, uh, oh, what the fuck? In the first, in the three, it was like it was you know Point Harbor, but in this yeah. one, it's some other place, right? I was just about to head over to that place. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. this game, I, I I like Fallout. I haven't touched it in forever because I got real pissed off. Because, um, did you ever do that mission? I think it was for the um, the Watchmen or whatever or Minutemen. Where, like, you had to take back this castle from the Merlurks or whatever they're fucking called, and you had to fight that giant queen one. Oh, fuck that thing. So, I, I, I died, like, four or five times in a row. I was getting fucking hot. Like, you, I wish we were talking or streaming, because I was fucking hot. And so, I finally fucking... I lured it to the city to where I got stuck between a building, so I was able to go around a corner, shoot, 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 get away, shoot, shoot, shoot. And I finally killed it, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I did it. I did it, and then I was so happy, and then I went into the the thing, because you had to, like, you know, get the transmission tower to set up and get, you know, so you can do all that, complete the mission, and as I was fucking tinkering, this fucking glowing murloc came out of nowhere and killed me, and I just oh. looked at the TV and was like, oh no, and then it fucking loaded right when the queen emerged, and I fucking turned it off and was like, I'm done! <laughs> Oh, I was so because it yeah. auto saved right before you fought the queen, uh -huh. and I I didn't save afterwards. I didn't think nothing of it, or I thought it would have auto saved after I I beat the queen. I was fucking hot, and I didn't go back to it for like a couple weeks, and then I finally beat <laughs> it. And I was like, I save right when I beat it. I start save. <laughs> That's pretty good. I was so fucking hot. No, it's hotter, you, hotter. I was, wait, just as hot as when you beat me when I was fucking scorpion. During the beta, oh my god, that just is hot, so hot at that. Ugh. It's one of our best highlights on this on this entire show. That's pretty good. I, like, I, oh, I come was on, no, so hot. No. I hated. You my had like fucker. one millimeter of health. I it sure did. I know because I kicked you. I know and you why. Blocked. I know why. It didn't. Why? Uh, why? You have to. If I'm, if you're blocking, apparently when you get. In critical or whatever, you have to connect three hits in order for it to actually take tip, chip damage. Wow. Fuck yep. that. Fuck yeah, buddy. Uh, <laughs> that that was complete bullshit. I was so fucking furious because I would have beat you. I would I would have no. had one over you. Granted, it would have been like oh, you know, fucking ninety nine to one. But it's like that one still fucking matters. And no, that fucking goddamn garbage. Oh, you bet. So hot. I'm. I'm still hot. Oh, I know. Uh, every time you watch, every time you go on my Twitter, and it's my pin tweet. Pin, huh? God you goddamn right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I almost <laughs> broke the mic. You just heard the fucking crackling. I was screaming into that fucking mic. No, motherfucker! <laughs> so angry. Just as hot as my roommate when he plays Call of Duty, which you've heard through the mic. Oh, through that, my door. I've been that hot at Call of Duty too, buddy. I totally oh. get it. <laughs> Yeah, but he's playing Call of Duty fucking 3. He's playing Modern Warfare 3. Hella old. Hella, like, 
nothing to get mad about anymore, and he gets so hot, and it's like, dude, just. But there's just, but there's always something to get mad about. Uh, uh, like this tower fight I'm right. doing right now is kind of a pain in the ass. Uh, all right, well that's a good forty-minute review on Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Yeah, I level go, go try it out, three. everybody. I I thoroughly Ugh. enjoyed it. I, I'm kind of sad that there's not other Xenoblade games on the Switch because I would try them out. Well, you saw a couple in the pipeline when we were looking at coming soon. Not Xenoblade, yeah. but just a couple of the, the Japanese type stuff. So. Yeah. Well, I'm Have waiting for wait uh, see. this other game that I I'm not sure what I even had to call it, but it's interesting. Why? Oh, the whatever games on your queue. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Uh, again, I'm not sure what the fuck it's called. It's like Wise Three or something. I don't even know what the fuck. Something oh, that one up. you told me about. Yeah, yeah. It looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this tower is fucking annoying. I keep getting frozen, and I have no consumables. Uh, to all right, everybody, tasks. you heard it here first. Fucking three quarters of a tank. So go yep. check out that game. Yep, for Switch only. So uh, get your Switches ready. Charge them up. Oh, fuck yeah. All right, everybody, we're gonna go refill our tanks back to full. Vroom vroom. Why are we not monster? I got a lot left in the tank. This has been the Tim and James Podcast Network. Fuck yeah!